We appreciate you tuning in with us today with Backstage with BU. Today, we have with us the one and only Just Low. This guy has absolutely been crushing it this year with performing at Okeechobee Music and Arts Festival and a recent placement on NBA 2K20. This dude is killing it. Just Low, how you doing today, man? I'm very well. Appreciate the introduction, Seth. Of course, my guy. Of course. Let's, so let's get into it, man. Very so, home. Just Low, man, how did you choose your name? Uh, so... I, in like 2018, I started rapping, um, like semi for real, and uh, my first actual rap name was Lilo, because I come from uh, Lee County, Florida, and my real name, my birth name is Logan, so you know Lilo. But <laughs> after a while, it it, it kind of got difficult just because it's kind of hard being a a rapper who's talking about some real rap shit when your name's Lilo. I, I, people are calling me like a Disney Channel rapper. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I was just thinking, is the Lilo and Stitch jokes? Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Bro, we're over this. We got to get past this. So uh, me, Sam, a couple of my friends got together. It was like a couple of days after New Year's New Year's last year. And we were kind of just like brainstorming. And we're like, hey, like, what's a good name? What's a good name? Blah, blah, blah. And then finally I was like, well, like, I'm just me. I'm just love. And, and it clicked. Just, and it stuck. We dropped the T at the end of just ever since. Uh, just love. There we go, brother. All right. Also, bro, how, you know, how'd you get your start, man? And what were some of your biggest influences? Yeah, so um, I started, um, like, doing music shit back in sixth grade. I uh, was in band in sixth grade, so I played the trumpet, and I just got an interest for music. I grew up, my dad uh, used to steal his, like, LL Cool J common CDs, take them to school, show all my friends, and I just thought it was the coolest thing. Just something about hip-hop was just so appealing to me it was so different i went to predominantly white schools growing up so i was one of the only kids that came from a background where hip-hop was such a uh, a pillar in the household that it right. wasn't my house. so it was it was something that made me different it's something that made me stand out and i like that and uh growing up uh i was in choir after that first year in sixth grade from seventh grade on i was in choir and, uh, i never really prided myself as a singer but it was just something about singing that was enjoyable to me even though I didn't really think I was that good um, but then me I uh, met Sam who's actually my manager Sam Moreland and uh, we became friends and had a mutual interest in hip-hop so we would um, not go out to like any parties anything in high school like we were the guys that Friday night we would drive around it's so weird to talk about now looking back on it but it's like we would drive around for like four hours just in loops around the same area just freestyling to as many beats as we can and then finally it got to the point where, like, I was putting whole songs together, just all freestyling. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. coming up with a hook, redoing the hook, doing verses, right. all, all that. So then Sam was like, yo, like, my cousin's got a mic. Like, why don't we just get it and see what happens? So we got his mic. We went in his garage, put a sock over the joint, um, and we recorded uh, voicemail freestyle and this other freestyle called Little J I Know. And I wasn't expecting, like, it was just fun, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't expecting anything from it. Yeah. But we posted SoundCloud and Instagram, and uh, people were actually like, yo, this is fire. And so then I was like, I was like, wait a minute, we might have something here. And uh, at the time, I was going to Messiah College in Pennsylvania playing basketball. And after a couple more videos, um, I ended up going to the dean at the school, and I got the key to the studio, which huge because I wasn't in the music department and that was something they only gave to people in the music department so I got this key to the studio man and then literally within a week of getting the key I went to my coach and was like yo I don't want to play basketball anymore 
Like, I, I just want to do this music full time. And I remember it's funny because he laughed and he, like, he was very like, you're going to give up on playing college basketball while you came here to, to pursue some music dream. Yeah. Now it's like, now it's like, damn, man. Like, I made it on 2K before anyone else you ever coached. Right, also, right, exactly. And subtle, subtle. But yeah, that's, that's basically uh, the story, man. It really just started with freestyling and that turned into a love for creating songs. And that's where we're at, man. Oh, yeah, man. It's crazy how things work out. I'm glad it worked out for you. Yeah, man. It's always weird. It's always weird how things work out because. I mean, I went I went in to college my freshman year thinking I was going to be a, a finance major and like work on Wall Street, and now That's it's crazy. like, you know what I'm saying? Now yeah, it's like, yeah. like couldn't be farther from that career choice. Yeah, bro, exactly, <laughs> completely know, different sides of the spectrum. Exactly, buddy. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what your creative process looks like when you're making music? Yeah, so it kind of goes back to that the freestyling uh, element is uh, so basically get beats. Um, from whatever producer sends them in, and then honestly, it's just the, it's just the hear. I just listen to the beat, I freestyle, and if I find a couple pockets I think are interesting, a couple cadences or flows I think are pretty interesting, and could be something, then we transition into the recording where I get the BPM, pitch, all that stuff, and then I sit down. I got my studio in my room, so it kind of expedites that process of not having to wait to go to a studio right. if I get night, go lay down. But um, yeah, man, it's it's basically just freestyling. I don't really I don't really write lyrics per se. Uh, more so, just come up on the fly kind of thing. Listen back on a song, maybe record one bar and then freestyle the next three. You know what I'm saying? There's no there's no process, strict process. I do write sometimes on like the more lyrical miracle records that need a little bit more attention to detail and the bars need to hit a little bit harder. I'll sit down and actually write to those, but for the most part. Like wristwatch, I didn't write anything down for new pajamas. I didn't write anything down for um, what you need. I did write though, because it's more of just a rap record right, where you actually. Of course. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much the process, man. Just a freestyle-based process. Hell yeah, man, dude. Let's let's dive into uh, your last EP that you dropped. If you didn't know, guys, if you haven't uh, listened to that yet, stream it right now, dude. It's all on all platforms. It's a it's a banger. It's crazy. Um, so just law, I noticed that. And if you didn't know, you say, really, what's the price? We kill our own people to justify a better life. And what's the cost of rice? I'm trying to wake up white. I'm trying to buy some privilege and just put that shit on ice. Uh, that's that's fire, bro. I really like how your work comments on like current social issues. Do you try to incorporate hidden messages in your lyrics? And if so, how do you do that? Um, Not necessarily. I don't really try to make them hidden. You know, it's kind of one of those things. When I was at Messiah, I was... Um, vice president of the black student union for a year and african-american rights in america is something that i've always had a bit of interest in just growing up listening to like my favorite rapper was j cole and j cole is someone they classify as a conscious rapper which mm. is kind of a stupid term to say conscious just because he's aware of his blackness in america yeah. but not the point but um yeah I, I don't really try to make them hidden man like with that song i remember i heard the beat and I was in a space of, it was 2018, like right after I graduated from Messiah, which was a predominantly white school. So if you listen to like the first verse, I make a comment like about like all the white girls at my school used to like laugh at me and think I'm a clown, but I was getting medicated with the GPA to get into Brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 3.8, so, that ain't bad. Exactly. It was one of those songs where I kind of had like a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. And then also I wanted to point out the fact that it's like, 
this is the struggle that we go through. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the end of that verse, the end of that verse, I go into talking about somebody like Frank Lucas, um, who was like a like a kingpin drug guy back in like the I think it was like the '60s in NYC. But um, it's this idea that he was considered a hustler and somebody who made it, but at what price? You know what I'm saying? Like right. he was killing killing the community around him, and that's kind of just what I was trying to get at was just this idea of like at what price you know what i'm saying like what are you willing to give up like who are you willing to hurt to get to where you want to go and that's just not that's not the mindset i want to subscribe to you know what i'm saying like if if, if that's hurting others around me like that's not something i want to get into yeah yeah and that struggle of it you know what i'm saying and it's crazy that i wrote that song in 2018 and the rest in peace to george floyd everything Mm -hmm. that's going on now you know what i'm saying it just uh, this isn't. We won't. We won't get into that unless you ask it. No, nah, I got you. I got you. It's cool to see an artist. You know, I could run for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool to see an artist though, like talk about real issues in their music, rather right. than you know popping pills and stuff. So that's really that's really cool. I have to, especially if I'm gonna go out and say, like, my rap name is Just Love. If I'm being just myself, then yeah, I have exactly. to be exactly authenticity. If it makes people upset, exactly. That is. Facts. Yo, Just Love, if you could work with anyone in the studio, who would it be? Dead or alive? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I'm going to go producer just because, I don't know, I, I don't really, I wouldn't really want to work with a rapper per se. Mm. Like, obviously make a song with, rap, with some yeah, rappers. Yeah. Like, Cole would be fired to make a song with Jack Harlow, would be fired to make a song with. That'd be De- crazy. De- Travis, um, but um, I'd probably say Quincy Jones, which is like the OG of like Motown and all that way, way back. Damn. Um, just, he's just one of those people that just hears music differently. And I feel mm-hmm. like it'd be the same room with that kind of person. Yeah, Some, that just has such a notorious track record of knowing what sounds good. Mm-hmm. I mean, like did a lot of Michael Jackson stuff and a lot of times, I, I, I forget the story, but one of like M- Michael Jackson's most famous songs, there was Mama Say, Mama Say, Mama I'm pretty sure that yeah, part. Yeah. But, but I remember there's a story that apparently Michael Jackson wanted Quincy Jones to take that out. He hated that part. Really? And Quincy was like, he was like, no, this is what's going to make it timeless. And it did. You know yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's it different. Like, who knew Mama Say, Mama Say, Mama Makasa was going to be a hit? Right, and that, it is, which is crazy. But... Yeah, probably Quincy. Yeah, damn. And last but not least, what's next for you, man? Well, I was supposed to drop a record like a week ago, but we got a lot of behind-the-scenes things going on uh, right now just in terms of different people that have been in contact ever since the 2K thing. So right now, all I'm focused on is just making music every day. Um, We're kind of... I don't want to say we're in a business predicament just because we are independent, so we can do whatever we want. But we are in a position where we're just kind of sitting back and listening to all opportunities that are coming in to find the best one to move forward with. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we're at right now as a brand, just trying to figure out who we want to move forward with and how we want to move forward. But right now, you know, just recording. Hundred percent, bro. Control right now, so I'm just recording, uh, making new music, and then hopefully. Um, you know, we can move forward pretty soon because I'm itching to drop yeah, more music. Yeah, excited, bro. But um, yeah, I'll probably 
probably what I will say is I'll probably drop a single within a month. Hell yeah. Hey, we're all excited, man. We're all excited. 80% sure of that. Hell yeah. Hey, guys, we got wristwatch, new pajamas. If you didn't know, EP, all of it streaming on all platforms. Check it out. You don't want to miss it. Just Low, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. You sad for you to go, bro. I appreciate you. Entertainment, we here. Let's go. Let's go. Brand new blue tent like Balenciaga. I'm going to put a new set on her. Buy the bitch a new body that she made for Tata.